You are now listening to the In Between Rounds podcast with Gabe Ojeda and Pach Estrada, your weekly MMA habit and the only Filipino mixed martial arts podcast that matters. Leon Edwards. Did he get the rub? Mm-hmm. Did he get the rub? What do you think? I don't know, man. I I don't think he did. Leon won the fight. The night was uh, Nick, Nate Diaz. Yeah. Like he, he won the night. Like Nate was answering press con questions like he won the fight. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, we were talking about this in the last episode, right? Leon Edwards needed something only Nate could give, which is some star power. Right. Some time in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And he got exactly that. But the last <laughs> minute of the last round changed all of that. I know. And it's unfortunate because they just the remember that. fighter. Exactly. Yeah, everyone just remembers that. Nobody remembers the dominance of, of Leon Edwards throughout. They, they don't talk about how he cut Nate Diaz no twice. Way. None. Le- yeah, chopped away at his legs. None of that. They just talk about how he rocked Leon and yeah. like he pointed at him. And which laughed. is fantastic, by the way. Which is fantastic. Almost knockout. And the story of the cut in everyone's eyes was, holy shit, Nate's a badass. Yeah, not like, it's oh, blood. look at the damage. It's not look- like, yeah, no. <laughs> and how not crazy a- is that? Mm-hmm. Go. Oh, man. Leon didn't get any credit. Unfortunate. I, I I enjoyed him. I mean, I want to be behind him. You know, he has a really good story, underrated. I'm all for the underdog, right? Mm-hmm. And honestly, coming into this, I felt like he was the underdog. He was the underdog in so many ways, especially in terms of star power. 100%. And that, and that carries a lot. So, And what's crazy is that, that after this fight, uh, Nate, people are asking him, what's next for Nate? And Dana asked, what's next for Leon? And he goes, yeah, not the title yet, because that's going to Colby. Of course. Of so, course it's going to Colby. So what's next for Leon? You got Gil- you got Burns versus uh, Thompson fighting. And then you got Usman going to fight uh, Colby. So Leon's going to be on the sidelines again? This guy was in camp for basically George, two years. George Masvidal, dude. Three-piece. Do you think the star George power is going to rub up? I don't think It has to be George Masvidal. It has to be. To be honest, I'll be real. There's a there's a built-in narrative right there. There is, but knowing Leon, I'd be like, I'm way above you now. Like, why am I gonna fight you, George? Yeah, but here's the thing, right? With uh, Leon Edwards, it's what the fans think, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody thinks he won that fight. I mean, at least nobody's talking about. Mm-hmm. You're talking about how Nate survived. You're talking about how Nate almost won. No one's talking about how Leon won. Right, and when it comes to George and Leon, what do people talk about? The three piece. Yeah, George gave him a three piece backstage. As far as everybody's concerned, Leon's lost that fight. So the only way, this is the final stepping stone Mm -hmm. in Leon Edwards's evolution stardom. Yeah, he has to put that to rest. He has to put George to rest. Possibly um, Bilal as well. Possibly. (sighs) Possibly, but I think Possibly. with with yeah, George is a better case that you make. Yeah, I see him winning that fight though. Who Leon? Leon, yeah, I 100%. see him winning. It. Yeah, I see 100%. him winning that fight with George. He has to do it. He has to. 
I think he beats George as, as well. Wow. It's a big That's payday a for Leon. Mm-hmm. It's a great rivalry. There's a built-in narrative. If I were Leon, I would take that fight. Mm. Absolutely. I would take that fight and then get the title, the winner of Usman versus Colby. I like that. Whoa, hang on. Isn't the winner of Usman Colby going to get the winner of uh, Burns versus Thompson? I hope not. Because I hope if, not. If, you, if you make the case, what if George wins? Is he going to get the title shot? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. It will be the winner of Gilbert versus Thompson. So it depends on the result of that fight. Yeah, unless Col- Unless Colby wins. Yes, I would love Colby. If if Colby wins, then I think George versus Colby would be a bigger payday than Usman versus Colby too. Yeah, huge, huge. But yeah, Leon has a lot more to go in terms of winning the fans over, mm-hmm. and hopefully he makes the right decisions. You, you think he's gonna play ball though? I think so. I think so. I think. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think oh. Leon mm-hmm. possibly got. A really good payday this pay-per-view and uh i think he had a lot of fun yeah despite what happened at the end i really think leon learned from this experience and also kind of learned something from nate going toe-to-toe with him Mm -hmm. aside from press conference wise and also like in the cage wise like hopefully take something away like i want to like i i know that this is the blueprint like this is what i need to do to win over the fans He's got exactly. the skill. He's got the you. skill. He's not bad on the mic, mm-hmm. even though nobody really gives him a chance on the mic, but he's not bad on the mic. And yeah, he's marketable. He's to, just to add also, very, very rep- unlucky. Yeah, he's super unlucky. And also, he represents the UK. He does. Like, that's after Michael Bisbing. Like, who else is there? Darren Till? He, uh, he needs to get his act together, but he's the closest he has to, for a UK champion. Yeah, but the thing is, for me, it's like, clearly, if if you watch Nate versus Edwards, there's a clear skill gap there. Mm-hmm. 110%, right? But the question remains, if Leon Edwards is a number three welterweight and Nate is unranked at welterweight, why couldn't he take him out? You know, like, why wasn't even there a knockdown? Conor McGregor knocked him, knocked Nate down, like, thrice in the first round at 170. So, like, that speaks volumes as to how hard hard Conor hits, Mm. right? But Leon is a finisher as well. He's strong. He's fast. But he couldn't take Nate out, you know? And then I don't think, I don't think Dana liked that. I don't think the fans liked that as well. And the fact that... You, you think know? that Leon should have t- taken Nate out for him yeah, to... Yeah, he should have taken Nate out. If he took Nate out, I think he would have skipped the line. Mm. Went straight to Usman. But what happened? He dominated for five rounds, yes, but almost lost in the last minute. And that was enough. Mm-hmm. That was enough to secure Colby's title shot. The unluckiest fighter. You know... Because like no one's no one's saying that Leon is not a good fighter, right? In fact, everyone doesn't know who he is, but everyone can agree that he's an elite welterweight. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't he take out Nate? You know, that's that's the question in many people's eyes. I feel it's like you couldn't take Nate out. 
You're number but the, three. But you but know? that's the thing. It's like you're comparing Connor to Leon. I think that's a little unfair with the the accuracy that Connor brings to the table than Leon. Because mm. Leon's a little more all around and he's more volume based. While Connor, yeah. he's a he's a sniper. That's also and true. I think if you compare that, that's an unfair comparison. I still think with stylistically, um, Connor was definitely going to knock down Nate. Uh, Nate, but yeah. it's just that unfortunately. Leon, I think he's a finisher for sure, but you know, he goes for submission. He's not the one punch yeah. knockout. Yeah, type yeah, of yeah. 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 I'm just I'm just surprised that he didn't knock Nate down. He didn't really get Nate in a dangerous position for a submission. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he beat him up, but nobody's like truly convinced. Mm. You know. Yeah. Especially I, mm-hmm. after the rally that Nate had in the last dude, I was freaking out. Yeah, I was, like, I was right. Was... I was right. He's gonna win. And then, no, he, right. he just he just he just yeah. pointed at him and he's like, "I'm not gonna finish you because yeah. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna you make know. you live with this." Actually, yeah. he won that. He won that. <laughs> he did. He did, dude. He did. And Nate came out a, a bigger star than Leon. Than Leon did. That's crazy. That's he's like the, the truth. He's like the the John Cena. Like there's no there's yeah, no stopping him, right? <laughs> Nate Nate has the fans frothing at anything. I dare say that he he's ro- he's risen more than Connor this year. Oh yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Nate's like, you know, he's in the strat in the stratosphere of fame right now. Yeah, he is. Imagine he has like a third, like a thirteen loss, thirteen losses in his record or something. Yeah, and people still like want to see he's him. He's just like a badass. He is. God, remember when fourth round? I think you posted this when Leon was going for like a like a high five or like a hand touch, and you know Nate just slapped it out of there. Like, oh yeah, man. and like when he first started bleeding, Nate just like put his arms up like guns out. Mm-hmm. Like people yeah. love that, uh, but they're they're not gonna show how he got the cut. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> they're not gonna show how, um, how Leon took him down. And established dominance mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're talking about how nate survived that and still pressed forward isn't it weird that it's only in fighting this can happen no one's gonna talk in basketball how like yeah. oh yeah this other even though their ass yeah. got kicked we still love him like no it's only in fighting yeah and i think it's because a fighter can have such a great performance because it's like individuals mm-hmm. right you're not really distracted by the team setup so it's two men trying to take each other out and you know, people recognize um, hard work and heart. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. When it comes to that, especially with Nate's beginnings, right? He was an Ultimate Fighter winner. Like he really represents like that brand, that era of just never say die. I think he's killed or be killed. Yeah, I really think that Dana has to really capitalize on him because I don't know how many good years he still has with the wars he's been through. (laughs) Yeah, and thank God Dana made it a five-rounder. Imagine it was a three-rounder. It would have been so lame, dude. It would have been. Well, it would have been super dominant. But yeah, I think here on out, uh, Nate's fights have to be five-rounders. They have to be. And the doctors cannot stop any cuts. Yeah, and it it, it makes you wonder how the Masvidal fight would have played out. That's true. Because he got a cut in the same round as well, in the third round. Mm -hmm. But it played out, yeah, for Leon. He could have actually knocked out George. He he may have. 
mm-hmm. right? Oof. He almost knocked out Leon, dude. He did, yeah. And Leon Leon's looks like really a good. tough, yeah. He looks like a tough guy to put away. Like that was a good yeah. shot. Like he rocked him. Yeah, he was like one yeah. leg died for a second. And also, a lot of people are just posting that online. Not the dom- not the clean shots that Leon's landing. No. Like it's just the face of him getting like, yeah, get hitting square, hit getting hit square in the face. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. Okay. So what a, I really think that and the co-main were the most exciting of, of the fights of the night. hundred percent. And before we move on, mm-hmm. Nate, Nate told Leon something at the end of the fight and he tweeted it. Right. Mm-hmm. Let's read Leon, it out. Leon's tweet. Nate told me after the fight, don't let these motherfuckers tell you ain't shit. Name your price or they will name it for you. Wow. And I felt that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So yo, un, un indirectly adding more to Nate's mystique mm-hmm. post two six three, but that's that's good shit, dude. Yeah, that's man. Awesome. That's just yeah, real recognized real, and you know what? Even though Nate comes into these wars, uh, you know the animosity, he still respects the grind, and he sees that Leon is struggling to get you know get over with the fans. Exactly. He sees value in him. That's great, dude. Oh, I love Nate Diaz. 209, Nate Diaz Army. Exactly. 209, Nick Diaz Army. Is it he's saying Nick or Nate Diaz? Nick. Because Nick, like Nick's okay, his brother. Big brother. Yeah, Nick Diaz Army, baby. Okay, I said Nate. So are we ready to move to the next fight. Oh my goodness. I can't believe when we when we went for Brandon Moreno, we were the we were the underdogs here. I was like, oh, okay. You're not seeing the yeah. things we're seeing, guys. Figueredo was so emotional. Yeah, he shoved him. We were cautious though, Wait. because like yeah. you know, there are a lot of factors that came into their first fight. Mm-hmm. But Moreno just evolved so much by he leaps did. and bounds. And we were, I was scared personally because he was taking on a little too much. Like he was doing commentary, photo shoot. Yeah, exactly. Doing the media, Mm -hmm. all that. And that gets, that gets you unfocused. Like, you know, I I could be the Spanish commentator. I could just do this, but he was focused. And man, what a look that face, man. That's like an undisputable, happy fairy tale ending. I wouldn't say it's an ending. I'd say it's a moment, right? Because he's still got to defend it. But forever in the books, this will be his forever. This will be his because he's still got to defend it. And it's 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 a it's a hell of a game. It's a bitch of a game. Like champions will have to fall. But this is his night. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm so happy for him, man. Like I, I almost cried. I mm. almost cried. I felt that. Yeah, I felt that too. And imagine he knocked him, almost knocked him out in the first round mm-hmm. with like a super fast, like right, left hook. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. You know, so. And that's, that's the thing. I was, I was going to, well, while I was watching that, I was going to message you like, uh oh, don't, don't do a Charles Oliveira, Mike, uh, Michael Chandler here. Like, don't, don't get our hopes up in the first round and not secure it in the second. But, in the second, he looked even more crisp, and he just jumped on him, backpacked him, took him out. Yeah, and you know, and I don't, I'm not surprised that a lot of people picked Figueroa to win mm-hmm. because it's easy to forget how dominant he actually was. 
Okay, let, let's right. let's try to dissect that. Two of his defenses were against Benavides, right? Mm-hmm. And we were... Con- yeah, just check that one out. But I'm just thinking maybe he caught him at the like at the yeah, twilight of his career. End. And, and the then, other guy he beat was like I think what's oh, the winner of Dana White's looking for a fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, what's Young. his name? Yeah. I yeah, he looked kind of inexperienced, caught him with a submission. But Moreno was a big test for him. Huge test. Brandon Moreno, Alex Perez. Alex Perez, there you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, a win over Joseph Benavides. I mean, yeah, I, I get what you mean, right? right? And he beat he he did it twice. Like the first one is, I know he missed. I think he missed weight or something. Yeah. And the second one, like that was in like scary fashion. So a lot of people actually thinking Figueroa should move up. Can you imagine Figueredo in bantamweight? I think he'd do better there. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine him versus um yeah, the killers there? Yeah. Like TJ Dillashaw or um Bantamweight's Peter actually Young. a great division. Yeah, that's a great division. Moreno should do champ champ, bro. Wait, oh Brandon Moreno. <laughs> to be honest, I think Dana's gonna push the hell out of this guy. Like uh, Moreno. First Mexican-born UFC champion. I mean, Ocane Velasquez, but he was he was half Mexican, but still, like Moreno's. Like, there's nothing. You can't say anything bad about the guy. He's you absolutely the the Mexican wonder boy. Like he's so nice. Like he earned it. Got cut from the join join the Ultimate Fighter Mm -hmm. last pick. By the way, last pick, last seed. Got Mm -hmm. cut from the UFC. Became a champion somewhere else and came back, dude. Like, how do you not how do you not fall in love defeat, with that, dude? Mm-hmm. Overcoming everything. Yeah, and his style is just so fan friendly, right? He like, just goes, so, like, yeah, he's like, like so so cool, dude. And he's so yeah. nice. Yeah, and you know, I I love and I, I love seeing him be so humble with Dana, where he he calls Dana boss, right? Yeah, I uh, love that, dude. I love that. And it's 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 genuine, right? Yeah. It's it's it comes from a point of yeah, yeah. His his feet are on the ground, and he's just excited to be there. I love that. I love it when, you know, fighters have such great relationships with Dana, and it's like humble. (laughs) I love it when we have a great relationship with Dana. Dana. Come on, boss, Mm -hmm. or Lord and Savior. (laughs) Oh, boss. Yeah. You know, at, at the press conference, someone asked Brandon. It was like, so how is it being a UFC star, right? And Brandon's response was, oh, I'm a UFC star. And he goes like, boss, referring to Dana. Like, do you yeah. think I'm a UFC star? I think I love that. I like uh, that. I think that's cool. I think that's cool. And I honestly think that Figueredo was just looking for reasons to hate him. Yeah. <laughs> like it's Which is impossible. Ne- he needed to find something. Because he, whenever he goes into a fight, he's always emotional. He needs yeah. to get mad. But how can you get mad at this guy? And he says yeah. he talks a lot. He was saying valid points. Like Figueredo couldn't take yeah. him out. Like it didn't sound offensive at all. Figueredo didn't even look like he prepared, to be honest. It, it looked like he excused the draw and felt like, you know what? If we fight again, I'll beat him. Mm. I don't need to do anything new. Mm-hmm. But wrong. Mm-hmm. Moreno nice. evolved mm-hmm. to a killer. I yeah I think because if you look at that fight they only had like a month's notice right 
Yeah. And and now like full camp. Yeah. Undisputed champion. Moreno. Undisputed. El campeon. Right. Mm-hmm. Looking good, forward right? to see. And also, lastly, I'll say uh, the last thing I'll say about this is the flyweights are here to stay. Oh yeah, definitely. I think I think he's gonna for sure like revive the flyweight division. More people are gonna be watching the flyweights now. Definitely. And I remember, you know, when he submitted Figueredo, and you just saw him walking around the octagon. Everyone was like standing up. Beautiful scene. Beautiful. Yeah, and he, scene. and he was like just letting it all sink in. Right, that moment. It was like straight out of the movie. It was. It looked it was. like it was straight out of the movie. Like literally. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was great. Cinderella story. All right. Okay. We're going to go to our oh, next and final fight. Fast. It was quite boring, right? It was very boring. Really one-sided, but you, if you're... I can't believe fan, Marvin still thinks he won that. Isn't that crazy? Dude, okay. His coaches told him you're not winning. Like, that was just I, I, him. I, pro- yeah. Yeah. That, that was him just, I guess, trying to just protect his ego or trying to just troll Adesanya. But come on, dude. If you're facing the champ, you have to bring it to the champ. Shogun versus Machida. Clearly, Shogun won that, but it went to Machida still. You can't, yeah, you can't just say that you fought. Like, oh, even Yoel versus Izzy. Come on, dude. I think Marvin is a kind of fighter that if you don't take him out, he's not going to think he he lost. That's true. He's but like, you, you don't you, take me out. That's a, you got to give it up to him, though. He is tough as nails. He was taking those kicks. Um, And I just realized also that. Izzy is, I have a feeling he's going to develop into like a GSP style. Play it safe, yeah. get the win. Five rounds. People are still going to love him. It's all good. Because I, 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 I mean, like everyone's trying to catch up, right? I think everyone's trying to catch up to Izzy skill-wise. But I still hope he gets the knockouts in. Yeah, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But it might be another John Jones situation, man, where it's play the rounds. You go 25 minutes, you retain the belt. You don't really... I put everything at risk anymore. I I don't know. He's in city kickboxing, dude. I don't think that's their style. That's. I'm just surprised that. I just think Vittori's that able... tough. Yeah, that and I'm just surprised he didn't. He didn't. He didn't knock him out. Mm. You know, because like you would think that he's already had Marvin downloaded. True. Because they fought once already. Here's the thing. Um, do you think they played it safe because he's coming off a loss of Jan? I think so, yeah. I right. think that's he, a very he, good that's a very good theory. And Izzy is the one to turn up the style points if he needs to. Look at Costa, right? That the Yoel before that there was the Yoel fight, and he yeah. was like, All right, I need to remind people what I do. Here I think he had definitely more to lose than uh Batori. Yeah. So, so I think he played yeah. safe. I wouldn't be surprised if he went back to his wild striking after this. And I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think he just needed a win to kind of get back mm-hmm. in the game psychologically. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't just knock out Whitaker. You don't just knock out Paolo Costa, dude. Like, mm-hmm. And and him too. Like, come yeah, on. Mm-hmm. you don't just, you know, you have you have to turn that off. Mm-hmm. So I think he, yeah, you're right. I think he did play it safe with Marvin. Wasn't the most exciting fight. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think you're right. He like, made it safe. Like you said, I think it's just, you know, those anime arcs. All right, I just have to go through this. What's yeah, the it's next like a big filler boss? episode. Yeah, it's a filler episode. And to be honest, Vittori, he played a pretty good villain. I really did not like him yeah. in the press conference. I it was did really not like annoying. him either. Very annoying. 
he was he didn't win anyone over. I'm like, Zero. you're representing Italy. You have so much like fan support there, and you're not doing anything. You're like you're ugh, like you played silly it. goose, bro. It was it was bad. It was really bad. Like a silly freaking goose. He could have came in. He could have been respectful. I mean, come on. Your your name's the Italian Dream, and you you act like trash, dude. Yeah. And I don't know how he thought he won those fights. Like, yeah, I won every round, blah, blah, blah. Even the skill, like, as you mentioned before, like the skill gap between Adesanya and everyone else, it was so apparent there. Like, he, he got up at will. Yeah. Yeah, I think he just played it safe, wanted to relax, I guess. I, yeah, just kind of, yeah. Very Let's just relaxed look. performance. True. No urgency, I would no say. No urgency, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a good one. No urgency. And I can't knock the champion for that, but that's not gonna cement your legacy as a goat. So it's let's not. hope. Yeah, let's hope that Adesanya. It's not because even GSP, you would say, even though they go the full five rounds, he's still dominating in every round. Yeah, like as in takedowns, jabs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the reason why this wasn't exciting, even though Izzy kind of dominated every round, mm-hmm. is because they know that he doesn't normally fight this way. Yeah. Right. True. Where in GSP, you know he fights that way, so you appreciate it because that's his style. Yeah. But this is not the style bender's style. Mm-hmm. Right. This true. Is... I was hoping. Remember when Vittori got his back and then Izzy swept him? Then he was in his guard. Yeah. I thought he was gonna look for like a TKO at that point or try yeah. to go for a submission. I wanted Adesanya to go for a submission. Wouldn't yeah. that be cool? Yeah. Look for like an arm bar or a he leg. Didn't, lock. He didn't even make an official prediction. Oh, you're right. That's true. He didn't even say how he was going to beat him, when. Mm-hmm. Just zero. Because I think the game plan was to get it this way, in this fashion. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can't knock him, but I hope the 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 last style bender shows up next time. Yeah, I hope so, too. I hope so, too. So how would you rate this card um compared to like the the UFCs we've seen throughout the year where would you put it well it was a pretty gnarly card how about Jamal Hill oh my god the arm bar. oh god it was like oh. his arm was like flailing around like a rubber ducky yeah dude but then his it's fine apparently they popped it back and he was good like, how, yeah. do you, how does that happen that's that's badass dude no that was pretty good that was there. that was gnarly that was gross Mm-hmm. But intense. Okay. They're, for they're, me, yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, I would say if I would rate this, I'd put it right. Okay. So the top one card for me is still uh, Usman versus Masvidal because that was a good card. Yeah. You got you got Shevchenko versus Andraj. You had Zhang Wei Li versus yeah. um, Rose. Rose. Yeah. So it's right below that, I would say. Yeah. I mean, I think. The fairy tale ending of Moreno mm-hmm. and Nate's kind of like last minute rally is enough to kind of propel this UFC into one of the most exciting this, this year, year so far. So but far. let's face it. Don't there's you, only one. It's Dustin Poirier. <laughs> but Dustin Poirier versus Connor McGregor three. That's gonna be the biggest pay-per-view of the year, hands down. That- that you, that's your prediction? I'm so excited, dude. That's going to be the biggest. That's not my prediction. That's like fact, dude. Whoa. For sure, yeah, 100%. True. That's going to be a fact. 
I wonder what else is going to be in that card because they got to put it's lame. The whole oh. card's weak. Well, they got Thompson versus Burns. That's going to be a good one. Yeah, the card is a little weak. Um, I think it has to be. Excited. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, so people can have the rub, you know, like That's more true. eyes. That's you true. can't have too much. So Thompson Everybody versus Burns is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody on that card is lucky, though. They're going to get paid for sure. It's Conor McGregor pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. But for UFC 263, there was one standout for me in the prelims. Terrence McKinney. Terrence McKinney. Okay, I've heard of right? him. Mm-hmm. Not because of his knockout, which was spectacular, but because of his story. Mm, Apparently, mm-hmm. um, he was like a heavy drug user. Oh, okay. And like, apparently he like died twice or something. Are you serious? Yeah. What the hell? Like, I think they found him like in his backyard, like... Like, I think he's he's sliced open his neck or something. Jesus, are you serious? Yeah, after clinically dying several years ago, Terrence McKinney <laughs> makes UFC debut in record-setting fashion with fastest lightweight knockout ever. Oh, Before seriously God. injuring me in celebration. Jesus. Yeah, oh, he's the one that... <laughs> yeah, that was him. The knee, okay, that's him. He that just went him. and then he, he just pointed at it. Wow, this guy sounds like a wild man. Yeah. He legally oh, died after a police encounter. Died several years ago after a police encounter. How do you get back from dying? Whoa, what the hell? He struggled until 2014 when he had an encounter with law enforcement that almost cost him his life but ultimately saved it. After mixing alcohol with acid and mushrooms, Oof. police confronted McKinney who resisted. Wow. I ended up seeing demons. I was very incoherent. I was pretty much out of my mind. Mm -hmm. And he just came back from that, dude. That's amazing. Dude, second life, second chance, guys. Yeah. Terrence McKinney. Thank you for sharing that. I I will look forward to seeing more of his fights and following him. That was a standout for me just because of the story. Mm -hmm. I really liked it. Moreno also had a great story, so... Feel good card, I would say. That's feel you got good. some, yeah. You it's got some feel, feel good. good. <laughs> feel okay. Good. After this, let me ask you: What's one thing you're looking forward to after, uh, during the aftermath of UFC 263? The aftermath. I want, honestly, not much. It was a, a pretty definitive card, results-wise. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no no lingering questions it's more like what's next for all of these guys right and yeah I so think we yeah have what, the answers already you? Mm-hmm. you know as versus Whitaker too Leon Edwards versus George Masvidal is that for sure though it's, I, I hope, think it's I, for I, sure. I hope I really hope and Moreno versus I don't know Harper's who but next. yeah exactly I'm, next. I'm I'm paying attention to the flyweights for sure no yeah but yeah I'm excited. Oh, tough. For, mm-hmm. We got tough mm-hmm. to look forward to. That's true. You, you know, want to cover fighter. that? Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch mm-hmm. it. Same. I heard that Volkanovski was. He said that Brian Ortega was kind of weird. Like he's <laughs> looking for reasons to not <laughs> like him. Brian Ortega, man. Everyone says he's a two face, but I don't agree. I think Brian Ortega is just. I'm gonna trust Volkanovski. He's a nice guy. You think so? I think Volkanovski is T-city! pretty. Yeah. T City. I don't know. I, I, I trust Volkanovski. 
I want him to be yeah the guy that beat Max Holloway twice. Come on, that's gotta it's gotta mean something. That's true. Mm-hmm. I just find it so funny everyone calls T City fake. You know, I, don't it, know, man. It, I think he's that's, just gangster. That's the thing. If like more people call him that, I'm pretty sure there's a pattern here. Maybe they're just jealous, dude. Jealous of T City. Yeah. You know, you don't hear the sugar show being called fake. The sugar show, because he's just being himself, he's, bro. Oh, exactly. The is T City is, is T City being himself? I don't think so. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see on tough. Mm-hmm. We'll All see right. on tough what kind of person he actually is. Okay. Cool. I'm excited. I'm gonna watch tough as well. Yeah, that's, that's gonna good. be a good one. I think that's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. All right. Thirty All minutes. Right. We're wrapping this baby up. Let's yeah. go. Any, any last words? Um. That's all. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. This is legendary. Oh, we got to get Mark Striegel's <laughs> Thingo Majingo. We do. We do. Well, let's do it this we week. Do, we do. Let's do it this week. All right. Yeah. All right, let's look forward to that, ladies and gentlemen. All right. We're wrapping this baby up. That's Gabe. I'm Potch. Thank you so much for tuning in in this week's episode of In Between Rounds. And we'll see you at the next round. Peace. Be good. Behave. You've been listening to the In Between Rounds podcast with Gabe Ojeda and Pacha Strada, your weekly MMA habit and the only Filipino mixed martial arts podcast that matters. Be sure to subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or anywhere podcasts are available to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more content and updates, please follow us on Instagram at InBetweenRoundsPH. 